Okay, San Francisco, damn, I thank you for tuning in. Didi LaFrac, keep it real, won't you tell it like it is. Bohemian woman up in San Francisco, talking life plenty convo. Super honest, you already know, the dopest, coolest podcast, yo. Yeah, sharing her life, her stories, I hope you ready, sit back, relax. Hey everybody, it is Didi, this is San Francisco, damn, for Wednesday, February 8th. 2023. I am calling this Welcoming Wednesday. And happy birthday to everybody who has celebrated. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Well, ladies and germs, <laughs> welcome. I recorded a show earlier, and this show, I recorded it in a different sort of environment, and I was editing it for a while. That's the thing, when you're, whatever you're editing, if you're spending more time editing than you did producing or recording it, then you should abandon ship. <laughs> so here I am recording this a little later in the day. <sighs> well, wow, I saw something today. Uh, please click over and look at it, which is the subject of the show, San Francisco Victorian Freak Show. A person is basically rotting to death on the sidewalks of San Francisco. There's a guy I follow who is doing photojournalism work at the link, and you see the person. Of course, it's San Francisco Twitter, so everyone is tagging the proper authorities. I tagged the mayor when I showed photographs of this person earlier. Guys, this is what happens when you have woke policies, woke policies, and progressive policies, they're, it's basically assisted suicide. You say, well, they have body autonomy, and we can't stop them from living on the sidewalk. We can't force them into rehab. Their foot could be rotting off, but we are not going to institutionalize them. Their leg could need to be, need amputation. We will not uh, take conservatorship. And all that is happening every day in the city of San Francisco. I know, it's, it's wild. Please go to the link and, and take a look at that. You gotta take a look at it. Now, one of the things I talked about in the show I recorded earlier today is tattoos. If you wanna get middle-aged chicks mad, tell younger girls not to get tattoos. <laughs> when I say middle-aged chicks, I mean women who have gotten tattoos. I brought the topic up, and there are middle-aged women around, and I was saying, young young girls. To me, a youth, a youth is somebody between 15 and 25 years old. So if you're under 25 years old and you don't have any tattoos, don't get any tattoos. And guys, why is the default to argue? Why, why do people want to argue that have tattoos? You shouldn't argue and say somebody should get tattoos. What you should do is endorse why you love yours. It's always, don't tell them not to get a tattoo. You shouldn't tell them what to do. They never say, gosh, I really love my tattoo. It brings me such wonderful memories. It makes me feel so good. They rarely say that. Art is subjective anyway. I personally never got a tattoo. I never wanted to get a tattoo. Never will get a tattoo. I'm so happy I didn't because I'm a mixed media artist. And art is subjective. You change your mind. I have to say this in a shallow way. I'm married twice and dating in between that. 
I have never been in love like, oh my God, heart-pounding love with a guy who had big tattoos on his body. We are all not one, and I'm representing three POVs, me, myself, and I. I was never head over heels in love with the guy who had all these tattoos. Because what they do is they want them. They love talking about their tattoos. I got this tattoo that when I broke up with this person. I got this tattoo when I got married. I got this tattoo when I moved out of my parents' house. I got this tattoo when I graduated from college. Tattoos are like milestones. And for males, usually romantic, like they broke up with a woman. And bringing you to the second part of the tattoo story after the break. This is a little oversharing, if you will excuse me. Back in the day, a long time ago, I dated this dude. When we broke up, he broke up with me very poorly. He was unnecessarily cruel, and he didn't have to do it like that. But sometimes that happens when people are young and immature, or it is their sociopathic personality trait. Anyway, it hurt, and I got over it. This guy used to be good-looking. He had tattoos, and I remember when we were breaking up, he wouldn't got a tattoo. I'm like, okay, here we go. Good luck with that. Now, this guy was a, a real jerk. That was, like, the worst. And I came across his videos on YouTube. Y'all, he looked like he fell down off an ugly stick tree, and he hit every stick every branch on the ugly stick tree. And this guy used to be good-looking. What it is is your personality. So I want to say, besides the fact he had some ugly tattoos, if you are with somebody, or even if that's you, if, if you, how you break up with people, you've got a pattern of hurting people. You know you're going to break up with somebody. It's hard. They're going to cry. People are going to get their feelings hurt. You don't have to crush people. When you do, it's going to come back to you in some kind of way. So when I saw what he looked like, oh my God, he looked like Dustin Hoffman's grandfather. His eyes were squinty, has his nose always been that big, and it's all wrinkly, and he's, you know, when you see somebody and they're older, but they still act the way they did when you knew them, although a considerable, a considerable amount of time has passed, they're still acting immature and needy. So, long story short, if you've been dumped and you haven't seen the person for some years, go and look at them and I guarantee you they're going to look ugly too. <laughs> People get the face they deserve. So please do check out the link at the Victorian Freak Show. Anyway, there's not much that I can do for the city of San Francisco, but what's happening in San Francisco every day, like every day. More and more people get it. They say, okay, this is the third year since the C-19 shenanigans. Third year of the mayor allowing all this open-air drug dealing. The third year of the mayor allowing, yeah, open-air drug dealing. That's what I said. Largest open-air drug emporium on the West Coast is in uh, San Francisco. The mayor allowing the most, you know, America's uh, craziest junkies to live on the sidewalk. Thank goodness my immediate area is a bit more protected now. And when you get something antisocial like this, it infests the entire city. So there are parts of the city that were very kind of elitist, like, what's well, going to stay over here? Honey, San Francisco is only seven miles by seven miles. Seven square miles, right? I get reports. They call it the fold or the lean, the fentanyl fold. They're like folded over like their fingers are touching the sidewalk. And what happens is their pants are drooping. It's, it's like a grotesque 
uh, yoga pose or grotesque Tai Chi pose, I call it the fold, they're folding all over San Francisco. They're folding all over San Francisco. Downtown San Francisco is more deserted. Wow, what, what can I say except the weather has been beautiful, beautiful weather. That's been a positive thing. I wish it would rain more. And what I want to tell you is the next show, I am, uh, I'm talking about the Tenderloin. There's something positive about the Tenderloin for Friday the 10th. So I'm going to wrap it up for today. Your show Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. I hope I called this wonderful Wednesday. Well, it is. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. I am Dee Dee Dam. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. Thank you for listening to San Francisco Dam with Dee Dee LaFrac. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Anchor App, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found.